welcome back for another daily walk. Well, sometimes plans change, and I had a different topic I wanted to talk about today, but uh, I gotta come back full circle and say, are you ready for the end? You see, I do these recordings in various parks around town. You know, I'm one of those weirdos who actually utilizes the park resources that our town provides. And I love the parks around here. This one here is one I've never actually recorded in this park. I've been looking for where the, the head place is for this park, and I found it about a month ago, but it's just been too cold and snowy and rainy to get here again. And so I said, well, let's go ahead and <clears throat> swing on by this way. And that's what I did. I came by, I swung by this way, and uh, um, I pull into the parking lot and I see somebody just driving kind of like, like weird this way and um, I'm like what's going on I look over and there's somebody laying on the ground and so I jump out of the car and run over and it was his wife who was um, an elderly woman they had just been walking on the trails back here and she came back and collapsed on the trail and uh, as you know he's trying to help her up and trying to get her into the car and I'm like no we need to get an ambulance here and actually as we're speaking the ambulances pulling away. You might hear it in the background. Um, but I was able to help uh, with this lady. We got her some pillows and things I had in the car and, um, you know, just some basic, just some basic hold her hand while the ambulance gets here. I finally convinced the husband to call an ambulance and I stopped and prayed with the lady and she is completely unresponsive. And it's, you know, it's one of those things where you stop and you think, we're not promised tomorrow. We're not even promised the rest of today. And so that's what makes the gospel so important to focus on. You know, sharing the gospel, preaching the gospel, not necessarily getting too caught up in the fine little pieces of theology, although that is certainly important. We have to have right doctrine. Uh, right doctrine is going to lead to right living. And in that specific response, we have to always be ready though. One thing is always be ready to provide a defense for the hope that is within us from Peter. Um, which means that we have to know how to preach the gospel at all times. We also have to be ready for the end may come. There may be an accident. There may be some other situation. Now, I think that this lady's probably going to be fine. Um, you know, the ambulance came here and they were able to get her up and, and off. And I'm sure that she'll probably be okay. But there's a chance that it may not be. And are you ready for the end to come? That's a question we all have to ask ourselves at all times. How can we also help? You know, we talk about being a good neighbor. What is a good neighbor? It's not necessarily like the book of Art of Neighboring says, oh, you got to first help your neighbors before you can help anyone else. That's not necessarily the case. A good neighbor, as in that parable, is do you help in the situations of need. Because as I stand here, there's also another car that's here that pulled in after I got here that no doubtably saw a couple of people sitting here and hovering over somebody who appears to not get up and they haven't gotten out of their car at all. Now another guy came by and stopped and offered his jacket to help keep her a little bit warmer. Who was the good neighbor? Certainly not the guy that's hanging out in the car. I hope his window's not open. He might be able to hear me, but I don't know. But anyway, um, not that there was much he could have done either, unless he's a doctor or something. But at the same token, you know, 
I saw and made the immediate decision that, hey, there's somebody that appears to be in need. And so we had to stop and, you know, stop, suspend what I was going to do and help somebody. Because there's no way this, this older gentleman could have possibly gotten his wife out into the car. And he could have hurt her more getting her into the car. And that's why it was good. I was able to convince him to call an ambulance here for her so the medical staff could come and get, to get her into the car. Which is, you know, that's the thing we need to keep in mind is always be helping means being vigilant. One of the things is being vigilant. You can't help needs if you can't see needs. And you can't see the needs if you're perpetually addicted to your phone, not paying attention to anything else in the rest. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking. I'm sorry. No, uh, we can't be paying attention to the world if we're addicted to our phones and constantly staring at our screens no matter where we go. We can't be so focused on our checklist that we don't allow any interruption to, to interfere. We have to go through life cognizant of our entirety of our surroundings and help where we need to help. In this case, it was a medical situation. And, you know, it was serendipity that got me here. It was serendipity that got me here when it did. Because I was downtown. We got free parking in town. And that's one of the greatest times to go around to the businesses. Of course, the students have left. So it's not excessively crazy downtown either. And so I get a situation where I'm coming in and uh, it's free parking. And I had the car parked in a parking spot. And I was going to go out and hang out and get some, uh, some editing done on a book. And I was like, yeah, you know what, let's go. Let's go out. And I was like, let's go to that one park because it's actually a nice day out today. Um, I mean, for December, it's gorgeous. For close to Christmas, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, and so I show up at the park and I see the situation. And apparently this happened probably less than a minute before I got here. And so I was able to stop and help and be a good neighbor which by the way I didn't even catch these people's names they didn't catch my names uh, we may never see each other again but that doesn't matter it doesn't matter the rewards are in heaven I was able to stop help a person in need see the situation through until qualified medical staff got here and I was able to pray with her a couple of times those are the important things and that's what we all have to do is we keep in mind our life we have to make sure that we are always keeping those first things first, keeping a heart on the mind and on the gospel and on helping people. And that's what we have to do. Put those phones down a little bit more. Be less concerned about the checklist than, it, than you are the world around you. It might be your kids might be crying out for attention and you are unaware of it because you're too distracted with, with work or with social media or with some other crazy cause. Slow down a little bit. Take some time to examine the world around you. And remember, we are not promised tomorrow and we are not promised the rest of today. So have you placed your trust in Christ? Do you recognize that you are a sinner, incapable of saving yourself? And do you recognize your need for a savior and have you placed your trust in Jesus Christ as that savior? Those are the questions I will leave you with today. So thanks for coming along on this daily walk. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com. Thank you.